Welcome to Ladies Roadmap to Living Ageless. I'm Jo Jamie Tyler. And I'm Lana Helda. We're here to expand your awareness and inspire you to uncover your own ageless journey. Well, hello. We're so glad you're here. And we are very excited about today's guest, Ava Musikan. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank one. you, Lana. I am not good with names. Um, is the owner of the Salt Room here in Las Vegas. So we were talking last week about how to be curious. And I had seen an ad for the Salt Room. And she was having a tea ceremony. And I was like, oh, I had got now. This is it. This is my big excuse to try the Salt Room. So Ava, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. And thank you for all the wonderful things you've said about it. Curious is definitely the word uh, that gets people in the door. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we did a whole show on how important it is, especially Ava, for women our age. You're not, I don't think, as old as we are. But at right. our midlife age, it's so important to stay curious and uh, keep things fresh and new. And, you know, we were reading your bio and it's so interesting. I'm going to let you tell your story, but ladies, Ava moved to the United States from Armenia. So Ava, can you share with us a little about your experience? Um, absolutely. Um, born and raised in former Soviet Union, um, lived through the collapse of it and the interesting times in Armenia through blockade. Uh, graduated college in Armenia, then decided to venture off to get um, my master's degree in the United States. Uh, I have visited once before and I fell in love with DC. So I said, you know, I'm going back to DC. <laughs> uh, I did end up going to DC um, with $800 and one suitcase. <laughs> wow, that's a great story. Thank you. An 80, a 65% tuition waiver. And I told myself, I'll figure out the rest. And um, I did. I did. Um, it, it wasn't easy, <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, the zeros and dollars were completely different from what I was used to. But um, hard work paid off. You know, I was doing two jobs and going to school full time. And um, two years later, I did end up graduating. So um, then ended up in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, let me go back to the education part because I met a woman the other day who said, yes, I had I graduated with honors in my country, in my home country. And then when I came to the United States, I had to start you know, all over again to, to get my master's. Is that the same story for you? Very true. Um, in fact, it doesn't matter if you come in as a surgeon or you come in as a college student, you basically start from ground zero in the United States. Uh, for two reasons. For one, um, you have to get your degree accredited, especially the higher your rank, the higher the industry you're kept trying to get into. You have to sort of take like, I think, tests and stuff to even repractice, let's say, your, um, you know, if you're a doctor or something here. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy for people, especially if they're not coming at a young age and they're not used to the language. It's a comp completely new world. Um, I was lucky enough. I was um, 24 back then. So I was hungry, ready, curious, all of the above. And I just wanted to make something of myself. So it was a good time to put myself through the struggle that I did. I and what did your, what did your family <laughs> think? What did your family think about it when you came to America? Well, they were very supportive. It was, um, you know, I was coming for a good cause and, um, 
you know, there were concerns, obviously, a, a, a little girl going to a big world alone. Mm-hmm. But I did a student exchange when I was 18. So I came out safe and sound. So they trusted me. <laughs> oh, good. Good for you. Well, and then what career did you go into? Um, well, I um, studied intercultural communications is what my master's is in, um, was going for a diplomacy career, but didn't practice a day in my life because the day after graduation, I actually ended up moving to Las Vegas for love. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh. That's how you got to Vegas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how'd that work out? Well, ten, 13 years later, a seven-year-old now and three years divorced now. <laughs> so, oh, Las Vegas love story, right? <laughs> oh, that's all right. But but Las Vegas is a great place, and um, and so now, what happened that you ever got into this whole salt room? Is was there salt rooms in Armenia that you knew about already, or is this something that you came and saw a fad here in the states? Um, it- there's a th- uh, therapy that I knew about. There were in Armenia. In fact, I was in touch with my friends who were taking their kids to the salt room back home, and they were telling me about the results and such. I'd never tried it before myself, but it was something natural that was around for a while in Eastern Western Europe um, and in Armenia. So when I started doing a little research, my initial goal was to break free from corporate world, right? I was a business banker. I was um, trying, kind of capped out on my career path in Vegas, and I didn't want to move anywhere. And I didn't want to do this for the rest of my life. There was not much freedom. There was commission is capped. You know how it goes. Mm -hmm. So I decided to venture off and do something different. And I definitely wanted to open something that has never been done before. Um, Then I realized it's a fast growing industry because back then when I was opening, there was only five in the country, I believe. Um, And now there's over 200 of them. Oh, that's great to know because we wanted to ask you about that. How many other salt rooms, how many salt rooms are there in Vegas? Um, we were the original designated salt therapist center. And, um, I think we still are in that matter. Um, but there is a few businesses that have incorporated the salt therapy into their, um, business. There's, I think a few that are, um, there's one, a float center, I think that has a salt room adjacent to it and a couple of massage places and yoga studios, healing centers that, uh, incorporated a room of salt. Yeah, I love that. Well, I just had an experience with it because due to Joe Jamie coming to your salt room and talking about salt rooms, my husband was having um, some respiratory issues after going to a conference that had out in Central California that was super dusty and just, you know, I think allergies too because it's springtime. So I sent him to a salt room here in uh, Orange County and it really made a big difference for, for him. And he super, you know, was super pro salt room. Tell us how the salt room works. Um, yeah, I'm glad it helped out. It usually if you're not, um, you know, already in that full blown cold or flu, one, one session will give you a good 24 to 48 hour turnaround, um, of staying clear. Um, salt room is basically a microclimate of a Himalayan salt cave. In our case, uh, there's some salt rooms that cover, uh, in white dead sea salt or other salts. But in our case, we have built it out Himalayan salt, uh, which has 84 minerals and trace elements. So, um, it's a complete, completely sterile environment, right? There's no um, virus, bacteria, fungus that lives inside a salt, uh, which creates that microclimate of being completely sterile. Um, on, on, in addition to that, when we start the session, which are every hour on the hour in our case, for 45 minutes, we infuse the room with pharmaceutical salt air 
through a hollow generator. So a hollow generator, people think of it as fancy. It's basically just a computer that takes a cup of salt, a pharmaceutical salt, and grinds it into microparticles, fine enough for you to breathe. So that way, when you in, you know inhale it, it's mm-hmm. gentle and, and seamless. What it does well, when it penetrates into your respiratory tract, it completely uh, circulates from upper to lower respiratory system. And it brings inflammation down, gets rid of mucus, gets rid of hard-to-get bacteria, which usually are done in a, under doctor's supervision, uh, very gently, very seamlessly. So you basically just cough it out or sneeze it uh, out of your system. Interesting. So that is something that if people have allergies or any kind of lung issues, it, you highly recommend it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of talking about all that made me need to cough. Sorry. Uh, well, you know, this was, this is sort of a time, this is a timely show because as we speak, uh, we are taping in the middle of the whole coronavirus epidemic that's happening. And so how is that affecting your business and how, how could that be helpful? It sounds like it would be helpful at this time. It absolutely is. But, you know, when people go into panic mode, they don't think very far. So they're thinking, oh, somebody's coughing. I don't want to be there. On the other hand, it is the safest place to be because it is free, bacteria free, virus free. You can't possibly um, um, you you can't possibly pick up anything from there. Right. Um, we are taking some measures to, you know, put people's minds at ease. I'm trying to eliminate a um, certain amount of people. I'm trying to uh, bring down the number of people per session. That way the social distancing doesn't become an issue. And after every session, we wipe the chair, you know, we wash the blanket. So uh, it is very safe, you know, and, and those who embrace it and understand it, they come every day, every other day, you know, they, they come and hang out and they get their salt in, they get their immune system up because it is very, very good or boosting the immune system. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me when you're talking about the salt and being bacteria and viral free, think back on all the years they've always told us if you have a sore throat, gargle with salt water. Exactly. Isn't that simple? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. It's true. Maybe that's what we all need to do right now is be gargling with some salt water every day. Well, tell us, um, I hear that a lot of salt rooms also have other modalities of therapy within their salt room themselves. We do. We actually, when we started, I realized that uh, in order to get people through the door, the curiosity wouldn't be enough. So we have to have auxiliary services, which turned out pretty well because now we have an all-encompassing membership. But we do offer massages, facials, body treatment. And um, over the years, Soltrum has evolved into something bigger than just a wellness center. Uh, I've had a lot of requests of ladies coming in and trying to do different activities, different events, different classes sell their products. So instead of saying no to everybody, I, I was like, you know, why not? There's a platform sure. and it's for everyone. So I started saying yes to everyone. It has evolved into something so complicated that to this day, people call me and say, you know, I've heard so much about you, but what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like, like I said, well, she had a, this beautiful <clears throat> woman come in as a special that has um, was telling all about tea. And uh, now I didn't know if you heard that we are going to have Elise on our show, Ava, Ooh, as well, just because I met her through your, her salt room. That's amazing. And it was such an interesting experience. Yes. Well, I mean, that's so, it has to be so rewarding to be able to feel like you have a complete wellness facility now, mindfulness, wellness. It could, who knows what it could grow into. 
I am really lucky. Um, you know, I, 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 I proclaim myself the self-care liaison, but in reality, I do nothing. Everybody else just provides all these wonderful services. And Saltram has become the one-stop shop for all self-care needs from mind, body, and spirit connection. Um, you know, it really, it really has evolved quite a bit from meditation classes, yoga classes, tea ceremonies. Uh, I mean, wellness workshop, nutrition talk, pop-up shops, you name it. Like, it's literally busy all the time doing events and activities. I love it. It's really a community. Now, what can someone expect once you go in and you have your session? Um, what are some of the wonderful results that you would be getting from this? Well, one visit will definitely give you a good idea of what it is. When people ask me to tell them what is the salt room and what does it do, and after a few words, they ask me more questions. I said, look, I can tell you all about Paris, <laughs> but you're never going to get it until you actually go to Paris, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, a, good, that's a good analogy. So, uh, that, which is why we basically did our new client special at $35 and you get two sessions. So if one time you didn't quite understand what it was, you get actually two visits to come in and try it out. It's 45 minutes of relaxing in a nice Himalayan salt cave environment. If nothing else, you got very good relaxation out of it and it was worth it. Just the curiosity. Do you know if uh, insurance covers the cost for people who have a medical history of a respiratory illness or other issues? You know, I don't know about insurance, but FSA and HSA accounts for sure cover. We actually have people coming and getting massages on HSA and FSA accounts. Interesting. That's so, good yeah. to know. Do you all have some kind of an association? Do you have meetings um, where you all come together as owners of salt rooms? You know, there is an association out in Florida. I am not a member yet. I think they started last year and they did one conference. I have not participated yet, but it is a good idea. You know, I helped a lot of them open up and uh, successfully they would call me and say, hey, thank you. You know, you gave me some information. It worked. Um, but I haven't really connected with the other ones. I was too busy building mine. <laughs> I know, but yes, because you have two, two salt rooms in Vegas. And where... Is this a secret or is it not a secret? Where do you get all this salt? Because it's <coughs> I've been there. It's got it's filled with salt everywhere. There's about twenty thousand pounds of salt in one room. Yes, uh, we do import it straight from the Himalayas through the mines and in containers. So it does. It, it's a lengthy process, and <laughs> it's one of those where you send your money. You never know if you're going to get your product. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Well, you know what I thought was really interesting in researching about the salt rooms is the way that the, a physician in Poland back in the 1800s found out or, or decided that this possibly was a healing uh, thing for people is he, the miners who worked in the salt caves weren't getting the lung diseases that other people were getting. Exactly. And for the longest time, they turned those mines into sanatoriums where people would travel to Poland and spend two or three weeks by going uh, in the in the sanatorium, by going under the mines and spending few few hours every day in the mines, um, just you know to to be in that salinated environment. But now it's a lot more accelerated and easy because now we actually infuse the room with the. It's not just that you're sitting for forty five minutes. Otherwise, just sitting there would take you three months to get rid of anything. But we actually have the hollow generators that grind and disperse the pharmaceutical salt, which is safer to inhale than any other salt because generally 
Himalayan salt or any other salt, Epsom salt, they all have mineral elements that you don't necessarily want to inhale into your lungs. Right. That would make sense. I mean, I take my uh, my uh, salt baths every night. I use the Dead Sea salt and uh, I do notice a difference. I mean, ladies, just think back. You know, they tell us to do the Epsom and the Dead Sea salt to pull out the toxins. So it's all the same kind of thing. And it the salt reduces inflammation and kills microbes in your lungs. So this is a this is an amazing healing uh, environment. And I think you're going to hear more and more about it. Well, Aveva, I wanted to go kind of back to your history just a little bit because I think it's so interesting. You know, it said you were uh, involved in a lot of international nonprofit organizations around the world. And do you think that you're drawn to do that kind of work because you come from a place like Armenia? And tell us a little bit about what Armenia was like when you left. Um, I'm definitely drawn to that because I, my heart goes out. Like I, I basically, in Armenia, I only worked um, for those nonprofit organizations from Catholic Relief Services to USAID and um, empowering youth and women. You know, I grew up in a culture where kids and women just basically don't have a voice (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, or if they do it's very little and doesn't go very far and talking about career is a is a dreamland in armenia because um unless you know people who know people or we were born to a certain father you're not going to go very far in any industry that you choose in uh, let alone opening a business that would probably not even be feasible um so for me to empower and um, do anything I can to to give that voice to people to even even starting from my own child right he's seven you know in my good day I'd be like you know you always have a choice you never have to listen to anybody including your parents and then five minutes later I break out and screaming at it (laughs) (laughs) everybody knows that one let's just erase the rest and leave my higher self talking to you right but yeah It is important, like every interaction I get with women, when I see them, you know, talking bad about themselves or not believing in themselves, it truly makes me mad. (laughs) Yeah, especially when you've seen and shown yourself what is possible. I mean, to come to America with $800 and now you are a business owner, you have been married, you have a child. I mean, that's quite an accomplishment. You have to be sort of a, a hero to some of the people that you, that are behind in your country. Is your family still there? My family is here now. Um, oh, okay. Lucky in that way. It's been about five years they've been here, but you know it was tough. It, it was tough to be alone, completely alone, and not have any support for quite some time. It's sort of um, whatever. You, it's your responsibility. Your life is your responsibility. Here's a thought. <laughs> right. But um, it's easy, you know. It's easy when you grow up in in better conditions. It's almost like part of me is like, how do I send Ethan to some not so easy conditions so he can develop some grit right because they grow up in having everything and after you've given um, an entire day full of fun you'll come home and be like did you have fun he's like yeah but i'm sad that i didn't get this one thing (laughs) right that's the moment you're like seriously (laughs) yeah that's a whole other subject isn't it It the whole millennial and and the the kids we've raised you know we all want to do better for our families and for our children. And it's going to be interesting to see how that all works out. But you know what? Things have a way of working out and people seem to figure out, figure their way, especially when they have to. But I think your story is super interesting. I'm super 
really excited about uh, salt rooms. And I do, I did see a big difference when my husband went to the salt room. And the allergy thing is such a big thing now, girls coming up in the spring. So get yourself to a salt room, try it out. And you can have a massage while you're in there or many other options. And I've seen those options at other salt rooms in other cities. So check it out and find find one in your area. So one other question we have for you, Ava. Is, are there any products or books that you've read recently that you found to be worthy of sharing with our audience? Oh boy, where, where do we start? <laughs> um, as to products, I'm, I'm amazed every day because I'm actually opened up my retail platform to local entrepreneurs. I, I call my retail farmer's market with no perishables. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So we have um, pretty much anything you can think of from candles to tea bags to anything that local artisans make that fit into the wellness world. And it brings me joy to see like their smile on their face when they put their product on a shelf in a retail store, because we all know it's not easy to get distribution um, anywhere. No. Um, so the, with products, I, I anything natural and anything, um, you know, handcrafted, I have a soft spot for. As to the books, I'm big into self-development books. I'm big into um, business books lately. Um, But I believe that, you know, anything that brings more self-awareness, any book that will bring self-awareness to you that will make you think, "Uh uh-huh, why, what, um, is worth reading, honestly. Agreed. Uh, So, I, I'm a big fan of growth, self-growth, uh, because I believe that to change the world, you literally just have to work on yourself and not trying to fix anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, you're building a beautiful community right there. I mean, by opening your facility up to other entre- female entrepreneurs, I mean, you're you're doing something that other people talk about it a lot, but you have you have managed to do it, and I find that very impressive. Thank you. I definitely love having the community in the salt room. It has been created with the with that in mind that it is going to become a community platform and a big platform for women to have that voice to to express their passion, to explore their passion because women notoriously are women are notorious for not going for it right we 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 find come up with an idea and then we have ten thousand excuses why we can't do it oh no it's probably been done oh no i'm not gonna be good at it or whatever or it's not perfect enough for it to launch yet so i always just throw them into fire and i say just do it just do it let's try it out so any idea that comes my way i just and then all of a sudden just all that drama in their head disappears <laughs> you know i actually that was one of the things i really enjoyed meet when i met you and i uh, approached you about possibly coming in and doing a journaling workshop and you were just a hundred percent on board. And I just love that attitude about you. And that's just contagious, Ava. And I feel like women today for you to be a mentor like that is so important for women to have that encouragement. You are certainly an inspiration with all that you've come through and all that you've done. And, and now that you're, you're a solo mom and, and, uh, and expanding your business, it's very exciting. And so we just really want to thank you thank for that. You. Without the community, I would be nothing. I tell you that. <laughs> 
I think that's the way it is for everyone. And I think we're all learning that even now today with the things that are going on out in the world is that we do all have to take a moment, breathe and support one another. And we think you're doing a fabulous job of that. And again, uh, we will put all of uh, Ava's information on our show notes and where her salt room is in Vegas. And we'll put some other information out so that you can... uh, link on and look for a salt room in your area. Anything else anybody wants to share today? No, ladies, but thank you so much for having me. This, this, it's, it's, it's important for us to get together and talk about these things because, um, it is, people need to hear, people need to hear that it's, that, that they can, that there's a possibility that someone else did it. That means you can do it too. That's right. And and look how far you've come. So kudos to you. And we hope to see you soon at the Salt Room and we'll come do a journaling uh, show there. Yeah, be awesome. Thank you, Ava. Thanks, Ava. Ladies, we would love to hear about any experiences you've had in a Salt Room. And please take some time and share our show with your friends, your sister, your mother, your daughter. We're working really hard to grow our show. It's it's doing great and we love hearing from all of our guests. Um, but we do encourage you to subscribe and share with those people you care about. Thanks a lot. If you want to stay up to date with our five-star podcast, be sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You'll never miss an episode and you'll see our latest tried and true lifestyle products. You can sign up at ladiesroadmap.com. And ladies, if you like our show, please take a minute to subscribe and rate our podcast because it's super important so that other women can easily find the show. You can do it on iTunes, or to make it even easier, we've put a link in the show notes on our website.